Joining us today is someone I've wanted to speak to for a while now. It's uh, Drake Jensen, a country singer from Canada, and has an important message. Uh, Drake, thank you for taking the time today to speak to me. Hey, Jared, how are you doing? I'm doing very good, mate. I want to start off, obviously, um, with COVID-19, and obviously I was watching your video that um, your wonderful Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said, which was a few months ago. How is um, COVID-19, and how are you doing over there in Canada? Um, well, to be honest, the numbers we've managed to flatten the curve here. We've had some, we've, we've had some really tough times in Ontario, Toronto, and Ottawa have been hotspots. Others in Quebec, and I live in Ottawa. So, just to give you a geographical idea, like five hours from Toronto, two hours from Montreal. So we're all pretty close. It's been bad. Um, it's hit the nursing homes, which is where the elderly are, um, pretty heavily, and we've lost a lot of our elderly, which is terrible. But I've been um, in quarantine. Today was one of the first days I've went out to work with a videographer on some filming for a new song. Um, and I, the first time I've been out in three months, so I've been in self-quarantine and kind of working from home, and everything's been great music-wise. Uh, but the problem is that the world is in such bad shape right now. The world is in, it's in not its best shape that I can ever remember. And obviously, um, I, I, if you don't want to speak about it, I wanted to touch upon, obviously, your neck of the woods, well, North America, and what's going on, obviously, on the other side of the border, um, which is, you know, quite troubling. How is, um, has yeah. there been many rallies in your area? Is it um, spoken about, obviously, what's what's going on on the other side of the border? So, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's I, I have a blackout in my Facebook page today, Um to respect the people of color and their struggles that I'm getting asked. I have a lot of fans of my music in the USA, and they keep asking me, what do I think of the USA? And I'm like, I don't think anything of the USA. What I'm going to say is that there's good and bad people everywhere, and when you find high populations of people, there's going to be more of each demographic of people. And basically right now what's happening is you're seeing an uprising of hundreds of years of oppression. And all I can say to these people is I'm we're sitting up here in Canada and we're looking down and saying peace, love, and light to all in the USA. And I pray for peace every day that we can come together and be one cooperative people again. Again, I'm, And I could say again, but really, I think in the USA it's been kind of, and even in Canada, it's been kind of boiling over for a while. And this is, there's been tried to be peaceful protests and that hasn't worked. And I think that's the big problem. And the other, the other thing is, yes, there's been protests in Canada, and all the protests in Canada so far have not needed any police interaction. So we're very, very grateful for that. No, we've um, had the same back here in Australia. We've had um, peaceful protests all around our states. And I, I think it's not an American problem. I think it's us as a society. You know, a like billion people, you know, we need to treat each other with a little bit more respect. We need to realize that all of us come from vastly different backgrounds, and we just have to, you know, we are human. We're all... One of the, well, I won't say one and the same, but we just need to, you know, find basically that common ground where we all can stand together and go, look, this is wrong on so many levels. Exactly. And you know what? That, that is TV in a nutshell, and I don't think anybody could have said it better right now. I really, I 100% agree with you. I think we have to become mankind and womankind, people kind, and just kind in general. No, no doubt. And, and obviously... Um, I've watched a lot of your videos, and you are an ally, and of course, um, part of you know the LGBTQT, and you've done so much work on that front. And I wanted to touch upon that as well because you know I want to talk about a song that I thought was really quite 
powerful from someone who is, you know, a straight white male. When I watched that video, I thought that was an incredibly powerful song that you um you made. And, uh, of course, Go Your Own Way. Uh, also, we spoke about um, anti-bullying, and that song to me is a, a beautiful song. Tell me about the process for making such a, a powerful song. Well, that song was written by um, another co-writer of mine, Tina McGrath and Tommy Tom, that I've written with before. And what happened was they went to the United States and they wrote with a gentleman in L.A. by the name of Kevin Fisher. And they wrote this song, and as soon as they wrote it, they literally called me. And they said, uh, we just wrote a song, and we don't think it's for us. We think it's for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she sent me the song. And um, from there on in, it became like a massive, I mean, a big love fest because what happened was Tia wrote it and Tommy wrote it with Kevin and then they gave it to us and then it was produced um, here in Ottawa and in Pete Brighton too. We produced it back and forth and Jonathan Edwards I've been working with for years and, and we produced this together. Um, I got involved with another LGBTQ artist from the West Coast because I'm from the East and we came together and that was Patrick Massey and we came together and we made this video and it became anthemic for some people about just being yourself and whether you're LGBTQ or whatever you are. I mean, my message is not just to LGBTQ people. My message is to everybody. Just be yourself. Just be happy. Why can't we just get along and accept one another for who we are? No, it's a very powerful sentiment um, about just trying to get along because obviously at the moment and for a long time we haven't been able to get along, which is, you know, a great shame. Because when we do get along, we do work together, yeah. we can do extraordinary things, you know. Look at COVID-19, how the whole world's come together, basically. So I, that's the only sunshine of hope I actually you occasionally see. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, I, and then the latest song that, I, I, that, I'm, that you're, you're playing, um, that song has also become quite, a, it's quite very popular in the gay community right now because it's shown so many sides of us and that we have no shame and all we want to do is be happy. I mean, the, the newest video that I've produced, which is still done before, um, that has been played by The Advocate, which is one of the biggest LGBTQ magazines in the world, as one of the most inclusive LGBTQ videos that's ever been created. Um, and I'm so proud to, 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 once again, after Go Your Own Way, come out with something again that becomes um, a treasure to the gay community. Well, that's what we're going to touch upon now, obviously. It's the new single, um, Burn the Floor, which um, you've already mentioned. In the music video, I think people should watch because it shows and highlights so many element, elements of the, of the great LGBTQ community, um, which we don't see that much in music, full stop, whether it be pop, R&B, hip-hop, obviously. And country, I guess, in my eyes, has always had a stigma about it. Where do you feel country music and the LGBTQ community can, I guess, bridge that gap and be more in one, one unison almost? You know, I think that that was my mission. Because I came out um, many years ago, actually, like, I've been in professional music for, for many years. I came out um, in 2011, I think, now. So it's been years I've been out. And for years I've been you know, considered an advocate and a voice for the LGBTQ community um, across the world. And it's been a tremendous joy to be able to take place in, the, uh, in this time where things are changing. And I, I was, you know, I was talking to, I was in another interview and she asked me in the interview, what is it like to be a pioneer? And I never really quite thought about it before. Um, but I guess in years to come, I guess people are going to kind of look back and I'm going to be the rebellious Johnny Cash of LGBTQ country 
because that's kind of who I am. I've never had any shame. And in the new video, I'm going to tell you about the new video. What happened with the new video is we got a casting. We put out a casting call on Facebook. The Ottawa community here, the LGBTQ community came. You know what we said at the beginning of the video? We're going to run the camera and we want everybody to have the most fun they've ever had in one night. And the whole video is complete camp. Nothing is really, really serious. But it does have a very serious message that says we don't have any shame about who we are. And I think that's a, that's a really beautiful message, especially to send out during Pride Month. So happy Pride to everybody. And I know it's starting all over the world, basically. But that's what that's what we had in mind when we created this new video. No, absolutely. Drake Jensen joining us, of course. The new single, um, Burn the Floor, which is a, a great, it's a pioneering song. It's also a song that I think has that, you know, that old school country element that I think and new school country element I think I think that's also the other thing that's you know draws a lot of fans for you Drake is that you, you still cover still hold that sort of prestige of a great country artist well thank you very much I really really appreciate that I grew up listening to like like I said Johnny Cash and Charlie Pride and John Denver and Ronnie Millsap and I could go on forever and Dolly Parton and Tanya Tucker and I mean these people have taught me to be to be like true to my roots and to always be, be myself and and I can never turn my back on that and to be able to bring that traditional um, country to the brand new sound of something like Burn the Floor which was created by another being another LGBTQ writer singer-songwriter John Hemingway we did this together um, and it became it's becoming such a treasure to everybody now I'm really really happy that people are adopting it and I'm so, so grateful that stations like yourself are supporting it, and I really, really appreciate it, Jared. Thank you very much. No, no problem, Drake. Because I, I think it's 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 an it's I think it's a responsibility for us in radio, um, not just the eyes, but I believe that radio has a really important role to play for the the LGBTQ because we we have the opportunity to give you guys that platform to give you that voice on radio that maybe a lot of old school people or I guess an older generation only listen to radio will get that bit of appreciation for the art. Well, thank you very much. And I do think, you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm kind of with you, and I think that things are changing, and I think that avenues and doors are opening up. And somebody said to me, I had a conversation with Alanis Morissette's dad, Alan, because I know him. And Alan said to me, he said to me, that when you see the door open, just a little bit, you've got to make sure you put your foot in it. And I think people like you and many other stations, and, I, and just so you know, the first country that ever embraced me and the first time that I ever charted on a top 40 chart was with all of you in Australia. I had my first top 40 hit two years ago on, on radio in Australia, and I owe Australia an awful lot, and I can't wait to come and give you guys the show of your lives because um, my Wikipedia page says that I've had my first top 40 hit, and that is because of Australia, by the way. Well, we really appreciate having you here in Australia because I, I think it's really important that uh, as a society we get more Drake Jensen's out in the world. And, and speaking of being in Australia, what um what would a showcase and a live performance be like for you, Drake, in Australia? How massive do you think it could be? Oh, I, I, I would love to see a massive LGBTQ. My dream, my dream, uh, Jared, is to have a massive LGBTQ um, music festival because there's enough of us. There's so many great LGBTQ artists across the world, including you know, there's people like Katie Lang, and there's myself, and then there's Ty Herndon in the States, and Shelley Wright in the States, and Steve Grand in the States, and um, uh, Conchita, the one who won Eurovision. Yeah. Which, there's, they are amazing. 
and let us see there's more. There's more and more, and I could go on. And it will be amazing to see a worldwide LGBTQ music festival because together we have the strength to be able um, to do that. And I think we all need to come together and do something like that sometimes. That's my dream. That is a great dream to have. And I, and I think it's important that something like that um, does happen in the future because I think we've... With artists, they have the, the platform, obviously, to change the hearts and minds of people. But I think until there's this, you know, unified festival, like, you know, when you think of, like, Live Aids that we do this big cause for, then it's truly, I don't want to say token gesture, but when you have something like that, then we all go, this is this is just, this is the new normal. This is okay. This is fine. Because, obviously, my generation, we grew up with this, but there's older generations, yes, they're slowly coming around to it, but just aren't there yet. Yeah, and you know what? And you're right. It's going to take some time. And I've had to be very, very patient over the past nine years with many things that I've been rejected. I've been rejected many times for things. And I know it's not been because of the music we create, because we do create, you know, very good quality music. I'm very, very fussy about what I put out there. And, um, a lot of times we've been omitted from things because of our affiliation with the LGBTQ community. But we still forge on. And the reason why we forge on is because we have supportive people like you and other supportive radio stations. And as I said before, Australia has been incredibly supportive. They were supportive right from the first time I ever released there. So I'm going to keep coming to Australia, and I'm going to come physically to Australia. And like I said, I'm going to put a show on one way or the other. That's determined to do that. Well, Drake, we'd really love to have you out in Australia, obviously, because I, I think um, as a country fan, I think people will enjoy you, your sound, and obviously you have some massive hits that I'm sure everyone can sing along to. I, I really hope that in the future you come to Australia, because I'm um, obviously at the moment we've sort of shut the borders down, and uh, probably will be for you know next six to eight months. Is there a plan for 2021, or is it just wait and see for when you can come down to Australia? Well, what we're hoping, this is my plan, so we already have, uh, of course, I'm, I'm working with a, a, um, a wonderful promotions company in Australia by the name of uh, Australian Radio Promotions, and these guys are top-notch, and so we have, they have a plan already for me, they have a plan for this song, um, we want to get as much traction as we can with on the Floor, and then we're going to have another Australian release on September 1st with another brand new video. And we're working on that song right now. So then we're going to gain a little bit more momentum. And by the time, let's say, we're going to play that 2021, that those borders are going to open up and you're going to see a great championship. Awesome stuff, mate. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Um, I love the song and I hope everyone grabs the new copy of your new single. And I can't wait for September to hear the new single. Great. And if they want to pick it up, the only place you can get it on a digital platform right now is on my band camp because... Because of COVID-19, all digital platforms are backed up and we've been waiting three weeks to get on these platforms and it's really, really difficult. So if they want us to get there on the floor, they'll find it on my band camp. Awesome. Thank you, Drake, so much for joining me this morning. Jared, have a very good morning and thank you very much for having me on and a very good morning to everybody in Australia. Yeah. Thanks,